0: Ball is hit well. Deep left center field. Adios, Peralta. Crossford. High drive to right. It is out of here. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever you're choosing to listen to your favorite Giants podcast, hello. Welcome back to the Say Hey Podcast. I'm your host today, James Donahue, as I am for every show. And folks, like always, I've got a great show for you today. The Giants just lost a series to the Nationals. Brandon Belt has tested positive for COVID. Mike Estremski still hasn't been able to turn in two negative tests from his COVID stint. Lamont Wade Jr. is almost here, but he's still trying to come back from injury. Jock Peterson, grade one abductor strain. I don't know what the hell that is, but it's causing him to miss games. Moving on, Austin Slater is dealing with a knee injury from colliding with the wall. Alex Cobb looks like he might still be dealing with some sort of injury after his terrible start two days ago. Steven Duggar is rehabbing from an oblique injury. Dominic Leone, Zach Littell, both testing positive for COVID. Anthony Descofani still dealing with an ankle injury. And of course, Evan Longoria and Tommy Lastella are still attempting to recover from their perspective injuries. Wow. Let's not sugarcoat things here. This sucks. I'm right there with you. The current COVID outbreak that's going on in the clubhouse is adding insult to injury considering that the oldest team in baseball were already missing some of their best everyday players. Times are hard right now. This team is definitely going through adversity and the past three games reflected that. I don't know what the hell happened this past weekend, but it definitely was not ideal. And as I already mentioned, the Giants lost the series to the Nationals, but they didn't just lose. They got destroyed. During those three games, the Nationals accumulated 45 hits and 28 runs. Yikes. It seems as though no matter how you look at the past three games, it's almost impossible to find a narrative that gives you hope. Game one versus the Nationals. Alex Wood gives up five runs in five innings. The Giants were able to win Game Two on a Logan Webb start, but then everything completely fell apart in the first inning of Game Three when Alex Cobb surrendered five earned runs in the first inning. That wasn't even, a- and he wasn't even able to finish that inning. Kapler had to pull him, and ultimately became an unscheduled bullpen game. Great. So with all this to say, is there currently anything going right for the Giants? Slash, is there any hope for the immediate future, especially during these next two games against the Dodgers? First off, yes. There are some things going right for the Giants, believe it or not. And secondly, also yes, there is a bit of hope for the upcoming games against the Dodgers. Let's first break down what's going right, starting off with Logan Webb. So far, he's pitched 30 innings this year, and during that time, he's been able to produce a 3.26 ERA. Solid. Not fantastic, but definitely solid. Webb has been able to find success this year, but to say that he's been overpowering hitters the same way he did last year is quite the overstatement. His first two starts of the year against Miami and San Diego were fantastic, considering that he only gave up one earned run in both of those outings, but since then, Webb has proceeded to give up three runs over his last three outings. We all know what happened against the Mets, and his last two starts, which both came against the Nationals, weren't as dominating as maybe we would have liked. Reports have come out lately stating that Webb may not be as comfortable as he would like due to the shortened spring training, which absolutely makes sense. One thing I will say is that I believe Webb is bound to return to form, and here's why I believe that. If you're a consistent listener of the podcast and you've heard me bring up the stat FIT before, or Fielding Independent Pitching, which essentially measures what a pitcher's ERA would look like if he experienced league average defense behind him and solely focuses on the quality of the pitches the pitcher is making. With that being said, if we look at Webb's FIP, we will see a 2.79, which is far below his current 3.26 ERA, which, based off what I just explained, means that based on the quality of the pitches Logan Webb is making, his current ERA should be lower. Let's go ahead and move on to the future backstop of this team, Joey Bart. This is going to be quick and easy. Bart was able to produce a three-hit night versus the Nationals, which included a powering solo home run. My hope is that Bart stops striking out as much. If he plans on staying at the big league level, that is something that has to change. I don't expect him to stop striking out completely. I just want him to do it less and instead put the ball in play more. And yes, just like Logan Webb, I also have hope Bart will turn things around because even though he's in the bottom 1% of the league in striking out, he's also in the top 6% of the league in walk percentage and also hard hit percentage. Meaning, I have hope because when Bart makes contact, it's always loud, it's always strong, and it's great quality contact. So if he can cut down the swing and misses, then things could possibly turn around for him overnight. Next up on the list, one of the only consistent things that's been going right for the Giants all year, and that's Wilmer Flores. Over his last 36 plate appearances, Flores has been able to produce a 323 batting average and 901 OPS. And if you look at his expected batting average, or XBA, which is a stat that measures what a player's batting average should look like based on the quality of contact they are making with the baseball, you'll see that Wilmer has produced a 298 XBA indicating that Wilmer should have a batting average that resembles that number. And the last thing I'll say that's been going right for the Giants, you probably already know it, that's going to be Carlos Rodon. And there isn't much to say about Rodon other than the fact that he is dominating. On the year, 1.17 ERA, 0.96 FIP, indicating that his ERA should be lower than 1 based on the quality of his pitches. He's striking out 15 batters per 9 innings, and he has yet to give up a single home run on the year. Unfortunately for Carlos, whether the Giants win or lose tonight versus the Dodgers will ultimately be up to him, and I say unfortunately because he is one of the only things that is truly going right for the Giants right now. Whether the Giants win or lose tonight against the Dodgers will largely be dependent on him. I know that's a lot of pressure to put on Rodon, but as of right now, he is one of the only things going right, as I just mentioned. So naturally, if Rodon isn't sharp tonight, then the odds might be stacked against the Giants. But a big key for Rodon and Alex Wood, who starts for the Giants in Game 2, will be keeping the ball in the ballpark. Rodon has been wildly successful in doing so against his opponents so far this year, but he has to continue to do so against one of the best offenses the sport has ever seen. As for Alex Wood, last year Wood produced serviceable numbers against the Dodgers, but he performed at his best when he kept the ball in the ballpark, which I completely understand is easier said than done against this offense. As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I'm right there with you, okay? I understand if you're hesitant about Wood considering his last start, but he has had success against this team. Including last year, he faced the Dodgers four times, which included a postseason start. And during that time, he was able to produce 11 strikeouts per nine innings against this team. So like I said, maybe we do have reason to carry a little bit of hope. This will be the hardest series the Giants take on, and it comes at a time when they are facing the most adversity. However, with that being said, I would not be surprised if somehow this team finds a way to come out on top against one of the best teams in baseball in a short two-game series. For me, some of the biggest keys to finding success against this team is always the defense has to be sharp. We cannot let these guys get on base by way of the error. If we give the Dodgers bats opportunities to score runs when they have multiple guys on base and scoring position, they will make you pay. So the defense being sharp, I would very much appreciate that. Another thing, the bullpen needs to be sharp as well. Carlos Rodon, I would love for him to, to go at least five or six innings, maybe even seven, but based off his last four starts, he might build up a pitch count early on due to his nature of being a strikeout pitcher. So with that being said, Whatever bullpen arm comes in next, they have to lock it down. Luckily, Camilo Duvall has actually produced very good back-to-back outings. He's been spotting his fastball in the right spots, and he's been throwing that fastball at high velocities, hitting 100 miles an hour, hitting 99 miles per hour again. I don't want to get too excited, but based off his last two appearances, it seems as though Camilo Duvall is getting dialed in, which couldn't come at a more perfect time. And the final key to success, I don't care how obvious this sounds, but against one of the best teams in all of baseball, you have to capitalize when the Giants have runners in scoring position. That's it. I don't care how hard it is, and I don't care how obvious it sounds, but when it comes to this team, you may not get a lot of opportunities to score runs. So if the platoon can come out and do its thing, that would be very much appreciated. Tonight, it's all going to come down to the right handed bats who face Julio Urias. All right, everybody, that's going to be all for today's episode of the Say Hey Podcast. One thing I will say is that reports have stated that Lamont Wade Jr. is in L.A., all right? He might be traveling with the team, and if so, if that's the case, then that's going to add much-needed power and offensive consistency to this lineup because the Giants will then have one of their starting outfielders back and one of their best offensive contributors back. So hopefully Lamont Wade Jr. will get into one of these games and hopefully Jock Peterson feels well enough to also be in some of these games. But as of right now, I think everyone else that I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, they're out. They're done. We're still waiting for everyone to test negative for the COVID results. And I believe Austin Slater won't be available. But if so, he would be a huge contributor tonight versus Julio Urias, considering that he's found a lot of success against him throughout his career. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for your continued love and support of the show. It truly means the world. If you're curious, you can find the Say Hey podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, where you can also leave a rating or a review if you feel so inclined. As always, everybody, continue to stay safe in this crazy world. Continue to be smart. But most importantly, go Giants.